0: Hello, this is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. This is COVID Numbers Rising at Claremont Schools, by me, Mick Rhodes. The bad news is the number of Claremont Unified School District students quarantined due to COVID-19 infection or exposure rose sharply this week, with Condit Elementary's outsized numbers deemed an outbreak by the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. On the good side, though, the district's 10 sites remain open to in-person instruction, and Kevin Ward, CUSD Assistant Superintendent, Human Services, is optimistic they will stay that way for the remainder of the academic year. I think it's very realistic to expect we will be in school all the way through June. I mean, I have no, I have no doubt that we can do this, right? It's, it's a community effort. We need to—everybody has a role to play in this. Enthusiasm is, of course, mandatory and positive visualization is helpful but the truth is there is a long road ahead to june 2022 and the conclusion of the current academic term and at the moment the news is mostly grim condit's covid numbers are higher than any other of cusd's 10 campuses the north mountain avenue school reported 15 confirmed cases as of 11:30 a.m. wednesday among its 690 students by comparison Claremont High with 2362 pupils had 9 cases. The district's total student population is roughly 6550. Other COVID cases among primary schools include 2 at Chaparral, 2 at Mountain View, 1 at Oakmont, 5 at Sumner-Danbury, and 1 at Vista de Valle. El Roble Intermediate reports 2 cases, and Sycamore Elementary in San Antonio High are still COVID free. The district mandates a 10-day quarantine from the date of infection or exposure to infection, Mr. Ward said. As of press time, there were 343 CUSD students quarantined, 143 from elementary schools and 102 from secondary. This figure represents an overall jump of 98 from last week's totals. Additionally, the numbers the district reported last week, 213 students in quarantine, 143 from elementary and 70 from secondary, were revised upward this week due to a CUSD reporting error. The district's actual numbers from last week should have read 245 students quarantined, with 143 from elementary campuses and 102 from secondary sites. Four CUSD teachers remained quarantined this week, with all scheduled to return to classrooms Monday, September 20. There were four entire classrooms quarantined at Condit, and one each at Sumner Danbury and Chaparral last week. This week, there are those plus one more at Sumner Danbury, one at Oakmont, and two at Mountain View. At Mountain View, one of those quarantined was a classroom, the other a blast after-school daycare program. The daycare quarantine hit Mountain View students and families particularly hard, Mr. Ward said. So that
1: into- into- you know a a larger amount of students that's about 60 kids that come from multiple classrooms within the site these are parents you know that are working that that don't have the advantage of working from home and you know you close down daycare for for a week and it's like you know oh my goodness right and they're upset i get it um many of them most of them were very supportive but a couple you know are very upset, and we understand that. But part of that sacrifice, part of that, you know, oh, crud, i got to work at home for a couple of days, you know, or whatever I need to
0: do is protecting everybody. And we all have to kind of sacrifice a little bit to ensure, like you were saying, we can make it through this year. Investigators from Los Angeles County Department of Public Health determined this past weekend the COVID case as a condit constituted an outbreak. The California Department of Public Health defines an outbreak as, quote, at least three probable or confirmed COVID-19 cases within a 14-day period in people who are epidemiologically linked in the setting from different households and not identified as close contacts of each other in any other case investigation, unquote. Los Angeles County sent an outbreak team to Condit on Tuesday, September 14. The team inspected Condit's COVID protocols and visited each of the four classrooms that had an exposure. The inspectors determined the school's protocols were in line with state and county requirements, but did have three recommendations. 1. Increased physical distancing in some classrooms, with desks further apart. 2. Changing lunch protocols to allow for more space between students, including going to four lunch sessions with fewer students at each session. Further physically distancing seating at lunch tables from four to two students per eight-foot-long table and spacing students who choose to eat elsewhere at least six feet apart. And three, more signage to remind students about good hygiene, hand washing, etc. The county was due back at Condit late this week for a follow-up visit. The school still had four classrooms and one teacher quarantined at press time, all of whom were due to return to campus on Monday, September 20. We asked Mr. Ward if he could explain why Condit's numbers are so high in comparison to the rest of the district.
1: They haven't made that determination. So the good thing about the outbreak, like team that kind of came in, is it really kind of confirmed for us that, you know, that the community spread, spread amongst those students was not really related to, you know, building protocols or operations. So there's no, there's no real smoking gun for this one that, that clearly
0: defines how the exposures, you know, were contacted. Sometimes outbreaks occur as a result of a busload of students who all picked it up in that enclosed space, or from students who all attend the same daycare facility. Well, there wasn't really
1: one of those for, for this case. It, you know,
0: it is what it is. Condit Elementary Principal Christine Malali remains positive in the face of the outbreak. She responded via email to the courier's questions. Quote, of course, we hope that we are through the worst of it, she said. The hope comes from the amount of support we are all trying to provide to each other to make sure protocols and procedures are followed, including the recent recommendations from the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health, Unquote. Ms. Mullally answered somewhat guardedly when asked why Condit's numbers represent the bulk of the district's confirmed COVID caseload. Quote, all CUSD schools are following the same protocols and procedures, she said. As you can see from the dashboard, the majority of the positive cases were contracted outside our school. I think we have done an exceptional job intervening and containing these cases. The Los Angeles County Department of Public Health Outbreak team was extremely pleased with Condit and CUSD's COVID protocols and procedures and our willingness to implement additional recommendations beyond the requirements. Unquote. The hard truth is, until the Delta variant is tamped down, COVID is going to be a thing at Claremont schools. And after that, there could be another variant and another after that. For now, there is some hope. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention this week moved California, along with just two other states, Vermont and Connecticut, out of the red high-transmission category for COVID, and into the orange substantial tier. And since we all know how quickly the tide can turn, after all, the CDC had California in its blue low tier in June, it's reasonable to expect that continued vigilance will keep that trend continuing downward. Mr. Ward, charged with helping manage Claremont Public Schools' response, regardless of which direction the numbers are going, to what has been a moving target, is circumspect. You know, I think that, you know, we're going to
1: experience, you know, positive students in, in all our schools, right? This is, this is kind of our life going forward. And I think what, you know, what, what, we're, in, what we're charged with is making sure that our operations match you know the the spread or or the numbers or whatever you want to call it within the community to ensure that, that that's not
0: happening he went on to note that many people are once again getting together socially more kids are playing sports and more are going on play dates so
1: you know when you have a student that is positive and you have you know, life going on, for lack of a better word, and these are, you know, um, they're unvaccinated, right, because the vaccine isn't approved for that age group, and masking depends, right, on the family and, and those types of things. So, you know, there, there's, there's a
0: much larger, you know, kind of scope here. Mr. Ward said he was hopeful parents and caregivers of elementary-aged kids would soon have more peace of mind as they send their mostly unvaccinated students off to school because roughly 87% of Claremont teens have been vaccinated. If and when the vaccination gets authorized for the younger students,
1: we can expect a similarly high vaccination rate, partnered with a really high vaccination rate of our staff. And, you know, that
0: was good protocols, that's the key right there. The district is currently finalizing its staff vaccination compliance numbers. Those statistics will be available next week, sometime prior to the Claremont Unified School District Board of Education meeting on Thursday, Mr. Ward said. Los Angeles County's August 22 health order states public school teachers must produce proof of vaccination or submit to weekly testing by October 15. Claremont tightened that deadline, mandating its 845 permanent staff show proof or agree to weekly testing by the first day of school, September 1. According to District Superintendent Jeff Wilson, a small handful of teachers, less than five, asked for exemptions from vaccination and or weekly testing, citing religious reasons. The district is in the process of evaluating those requests, Mr. Ward told the Courier via email. Quote, this process can take a few weeks to complete, so I would anticipate resolution slash agreement, if reached, before the October 15 deadline for the enforcement of the vaccination or weekly testing state mandate. Unquote. Mr. Ward had nothing but praise for CUSD kids and families who have been impacted by COVID. So,
1: what I've seen thus far is I've seen parents that have been extremely reactive and proactive um, when we've had to contact them about positive exposure. I mean,
0: that's what we need, right? I mean, we're all we're all in this together. The district updates its COVID dashboard sporadically throughout the week and always on Tuesdays and Fridays. Go to www.claremont-ca. School Loop, that's S C H O O L L O O P dot com, to see the latest numbers. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Thanks for listening.